1: Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here. Hope you had a good weekend. It was my birthday weekend, and I'll tell you what I did, which wasn't much (laughs) as the world turns. Anyway, I want to get uh, immediately, go to immediately my guest, Sean Hannity. Uh, Sean Hannity is one of those. All right was in the Dennis realm? Prager. Yes, sir. First
0: of all, happy birthday! Can you hear me?
1: I hear you, Craig. Thank you very much. It's right. very, Number
0: two, yeah. is that Gladiator? Is that Gladiator? The music behind you?
1: Yes. Uh, you know, okay. it's very, I can literally
0: quote the whole movie. Maximus, will you not accept this great honor? Sire, with all my heart, no. That oh. is why it must be you, Maximus. There you go. That's my. That's my best imitation. I love that movie, love it. How are you, my friend? Happy uh, birthday!
1: Thank you. I need to tell you this is the most auspicious opening of an interview in my 35 <laughs> years in radio. You know, by the way, to your credit, a lot of yeah. people think that that is from I think Pirates of the Caribbean. So, really? y- yes, uh, be, I think they're both Hans oh. Zimmer. And, uh, right. right. So, uh, they, they confuse that and they, they get very adamant, but you, you hit it right on the nose. I feel by the way, with this theme, I have sort of ruined the movie for a lot of people.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think you did at all. And by the way, then the line goes on, he goes, well, what about Commodus? Commodus is not a moral man. You have known this since your youth. Okay. Now how crazy is that? That I can quote every part of it. Same with Braveheart. Uh, two of my favorite movies, Passion of the Christ, uh, makes me cry every time I watch it. There's, I just love, I, I love watching brave gladiators. We need more of them in life and in the world. Uh, I love MMA. I love, uh, ed, I love football because it's so hard and tough. And it, it's also the danger element of both is real. But, you know, if you're going to live life, I think the way God wants us to live, you got to be a gladiator. You got to be willing to go out into the arena and, you know, win the fight and then throw your sword up and say, are you not entertained? Um, We we need Americans fighting for liberty, my friend.
1: Wow. That that was a great beginning. Well, everybody, this is Sean Hannity, and he has uh, the uh, national bestseller uh, out right now, which uh, is up at com, and it's called Live Free or Die, and, uh, you know uh, – uh, and the subtitle "America and the World on the Brink." You are so right; it is so important to make this point. How many kids today do you think can quote "Give me liberty or give me death"?
0: Patrick Henry, probably none.
1: Probably uh, none. I mean,
0: how many can quote Thomas Paine, the great pamphleteer, seventeen seventy-six? And this this fits in with all PragerU stuff, which, by the way, that that is a service to the country. What you provide—a full education for people that want to grow and learn and push and understand—you uh, know, we we forget. I spent a whole chapter in the book on this about we're forgetting right now what brought us to where we are. Mm-hmm. Um, but kids don't know that, and you know, I, I have a lot to say about education. If you want to get into it at some point, but yeah, I'd love to. We're at a tip. We're, we're at a tipping point, Dennis. But here's the, the with with fear, there also comes hope and opportunity. If the American people in 92 days go all in and reject uh, the socialism of Bolshevik Bernie that Joe Biden has adopted, the New Green Deal madness of AOC that uh, Joe Biden has adopted and pledging trillions and trillions of dollars for. By the way, I have a helicopter flying over the head. Um, if If we reject what Schumer, Pelosi, Bezos, I call them Bozo O'Rourke are offering the country, guess what? There's no telling how great we can be. We'll continue energy independence. We'll continue being the number one uh, producer of energy in the world. We will, we will be the place that needs a wall because so many people in the world want to come in here, and we'll vet them. And we can vet them for health reasons, make sure they don't have radical associations, and if they, you know, then welcome them to the country if they get in. And they can be a part of our family, wherever they come from. And we can have tax cuts and we can end all of this ridiculous burdensome bureaucracy that has stifled, put a stranglehold on business. You know, the the Obama-Biden record of eight years has been atrocious. Nobody in the media mob talks about it. You talk about it. I talk about it. There's a couple of us, uh, all of us, frankly, in talk radio that are successful. We always talk about it. Uh, there's a, there's a, not everybody on Fox, but we have a number of people on Fox that you know talk about it. But I'm going to tell you, this is the greatest opportunity, and I've been thinking about this because I was worried a little bit this weekend, and I and I flipped it in my brain because I was worried about well, what if, what if, what if, and I'm like, no, no, how about what if we win? What if the mob and the media, Dennis Prager, has has to choke on the words? We can now project that Donald J. Trump has been reelected the 45th president of the United States of America. By the way, that alone is worth the price of admission, but it also protects the country from what we know to be, and we can predict with pinpoint accuracy to be, certain economic demise. I don't think if those policies, as stated by by Joe and Bolshevik Bernie and AOC. Pelosi, Schumer, and Bozo, if they're implemented, everything that we know that has made this country great disappears with it. This is a fight worth having, a debate worth having, and it's even sweeter if we end up winning the debate.
1: Yeah. So, I agree with you. I, I'm silent because you're you're saying in your inimitable way what, what I have been saying. And it is... Your subtitle is accurate in two ways, uh, America and the World on the Brink. The the left, which is supposedly so concerned about the world and their world citizens before their American citizens. You may recall Superman gave up his American citizenship to become a world citizen. Th- this is This is how they think. Yet they don't give a damn about the world because if America fails then there is cruelty all over the world. The, the, we have kept cruelty at a minimum what, what, uh, because we protect liberty. One more point. When the Hong Kong guys revolted against China, they did not display a Hong Kong flag or a Taiwan flag or any flag but the United States flag.
0: You know, I'm, I'm listening closely because everything you always say is smart, and by the way, I have not seen you in a long time. So I'd love to uh, come I loved out. I when you would come into New York City, and you'd I come know. To the studio with us. And,
1: we'll, we'll do it again.: I
0: enjoy uh, And I got to meet your whole family and:
1: Yes. And, and you remember my mother, studio. my mother <laughs> adored you. She couldn't believe that I actually met you. You know, the hell with my <laughs> her success. Standards were low, Dennis. <laughs> you, that's when we got, she
0: We should have raised her standards.
1: <laughs> no. The joke was, this is a classic mother. You well, know, Dennis is Dennis, but he met Sean Hannity.
0: Oh my God! <laughs> All right, if I even believe half of that was
1: Oh, no, no, it was true you with know, my mother. It was it was true. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, you have a wonderful family. Thank and, you, you know, thank that's you. That's what we're fighting for. You know, you said something that I, I want to say it. I'm gonna. I quote. I almost do it in every interview, so bear with me. I'm, I know it's repetitive, but it's so profound to me. And this, is, this fits in with all things PragerU, um, and that is Barry Farber, who recently passed away, who I know you knew, we all mm-hmm. knew, yep. one of the greatest pioneers in talk radio. He spoke yep. 37, 40 languages. languages right. he, he, he was nice to me when I was in my 20s and just beginning my radio journey, which if you can believe it, is now 33 years. And he always said that there's never been a country in the history of mankind that has accumulated more power and abused it less. That's right. And what I add to that is there's never been a country in the history of mankind that has ever accumulated more power, abused it less, and used that power to advance the entire human condition. And mm-hmm. by that, I mean worldwide. Yes. And then you have to then raise the question, well, well, what made America so different? You talk about the world on the brink. Okay, I'll tell you what's at stake. Uh, what's at stake is, are we going to elect a guy that brags about dumping $150 billion in cash and other currency on the tarmac of mullahs in Iran, the chance death to America? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Because Mm -hmm. the alternative is the America that did keep the world safe. You are 1,000% correct. That beat back the forces of fascism and Nazism and imperial Japan and communism and more recently, you know, leading the world effort to, to defeat radical Islamism. Uh, Without America, the rest of the world, frankly, is going to go down the sewer.
1: That's correct. That's
0: how pivotal it is.
1: All right, hold it there, Sean. Hold on one second. You know about breaks, thank God. So hold on. I don't want to tell everybody again about your book. That's critical. Live Free or Die. He gets it. America and the World on the Brink. It's, uh, It's... the uh, huge bestseller in, in America at this time, and it should be Live Free or Die, Sean Hannity, book at DennisPrager.com. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi, Dennis Prager here again with a message for anyone struggling with pain. Of course, I want you to know about Relief Factor, the 100% drug-free supplement. The tens of thousands are now taking every day. I take it every day. I like being out of pain. But I know you may be skeptical. I certainly was. Then I kept hearing about all the people, including my wife, who were no longer in pain. So I decided to give it a try. In fact, listen to Janice's story. I was skeptical at
0: first, but because of the pain that I was having when I would uh, substitute teach and have to climb stairs, I have lower back, hip, and even knee pain. And after about three weeks. I found that I could climb stairs pain-free, but it wasn't only pain-free. I could do it step over step without holding on the railing. I'm really happy. It's, it makes me feel like I'm young again.
1: That's relieffactor.com or call 800 500 800 500 Hi, everybody. Dennis Prager here speaking with Sean Hannity. His first name is V. I'm speaking to the Sean Hannity. If you've, you've reached, it, it sounds like uh, there's a riot going on in New York right now. Do, are we okay now? Got a lot of noise coming through, right? Sean, are we okay? What's, what's the story? Sean, are you um, all are with you me? Are there? I'm, I'm good. Can you hear me okay? All right, yeah, better now. There was a lot of uh, static type of okay. noise. Sorry sorry
0: about that. Uh, but, but, and again, I thank you again for having me on. I haven't done a book in 10 years. You want to know why, Dennis? Why? Because I hate writing. I write every night a monologue, and it um, it takes a lot of time, and half of it's extemporaneous. All of radio, like you know, is extemporaneous. But um, I felt the moment was key. I wanted to tell you one thing as we were going to break. At the very bottom of the book cover, it's Latin. It may shock people to know that I, I went through 12 years of of. Catholic education. I went to a seminary in high school. We had to take theology, study Latin, go to Mass every day. I'm more of a Christian today. Um, I have some issues with the Catholic Church, which I've I've spoken about uh, openly. And live free or America dies. That's what's at stake in 92 days. And, uh, And I'm glad you feel the same way, but I also see this as an opportunity. You know, Donald Trump Maybe some people don't like his style, but everything he said he would do in 2016, he's done. And on top of that, he's also had to deal with the worst pandemic since 1917 and 18. And nobody will give him any credit for the travel ban 10 days after the first identified case in the country or the subsequent travel bans or the quarantine or the mass mobilization, the largest mass mobilization of a health emergency in the history of the world and built the beds and manned the beds and converted the beds to COVID-19, I can tell you, in New York. And, and then all the PPE, we never ran out of a thing. Every ventilator was there, every mask, gown, gloves, shields. So, you know, he's never going to get credit from anyone in the media. If he cured cancer, Dennis Prager, they, they, they'd, they'd want to impeach
1: him for it. That's correct. That's correct. Uh, I'm with you. I just want to remind everybody that the book is Live, Free, or Die. And it is uh, top of the list at uh, Amazon, which is the the list where most people buy books. And it should be, and he's right. Uh, But we we didn't teach a generation. You said you wanted to address education. I I couldn't agree with you more. Let me ask you a question that I am uh, just deeply troubled by my kids obviously are grown, and one of them has kids of his own, but where would you tell a a couple to send their children today, given that they will learn, I'll give you just two examples, they will learn that America was founded in 1619, the New York Times lie about the United States, it's founded to, wow. be, found it to be a slave country, that is now in 3,500 schools. So your child will learn America yeah it was not founded in seventeen seventy six it is systemically racist and you will have drag queen uh a reading hour uh is that that's what story hour and uh et cetera et cetera Where would you send your child today you know you're,
0: you let me tell you where you are so far ahead of the curve, and I'm not sure if you've even thought about because. Listen, I, I've followed your Prager University with great interest. Now, for how many years have you been doing it?
1: Since the uh, 2000, uh, was it 12? Uh, so uh, eight years. Okay,
0: and and I know Hillsdale uh, has online courses in education for free. Now, what did we learn during the pandemic? I learned that 90 percent of the people that work on my radio or TV show not only can work from home, they're happier from home. And they're more productive from home because they're not wasting an hour, two hours every day, you know, shrugging into work. And they, they enjoy it. We can actually monitor exactly how much time they spend on their computer. So, well, I'm, I'm not for spying in any way, shape, matter, or form, but we hold people accountable. And what did we learn? Telemedicine is going to be the future where you will have access to a doctor 24 hours a day. My kids would always get the croup Dennis. And it was the same routine. They'd say, you know, I'd go to the emergency room. I'd be holding steam in front of their face, falling asleep at 3 or 4 in the morning. And then in the end, they'd say, oh, here's the medicine. The, the steam never works. So finally I said, can you just give me the medicine so I have it standing by next time mm-hmm. after like five times of going through that. Telemedicine is the future. Um, I think teleworking is the future. I think what you're talking about and what you have created is probably, you are you way ahead of the curve, and that's tele-education. Think about this. You know, I always talk about law and order, safety and security, as the most fundamental obligation of any elected politician. We, we see all these cities that have one thing in common, and that is governors that are democratic that have been running those cities into the ground for decades. People aren't safe, they aren't secure usually the same cities have the worst educational system as a nation we pay more per capita per student per education than any country in the industrialized world and we come in like 37th 8th or 40th there is in baltimore it's the third highest per capita per student spending on education in baltimore 13 baltimore public high schools you probably know the answer what percentage do you think are proficient in math? You don't, it's not a test. The answer is there's not one single child, Dennis. Mm. Now, I'll give you more Latin. Latin from the education derivative of education from the Latin is educare. to bring forth from within. Well, that fits in with our founding document, our declaration, that we're endowed by not the thing, you know, the thing, Oh, what is the thing, or endowed by a creator who created everything and with, you know, certain alienable uh, rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. If you're not safe and secure, Dennis, you cannot pursue happiness. If you don't get a quality education and we are failing our children spectacularly, mm-hmm. you will be shut out of opportunity in this country because your politicians didn't, didn't fulfill their fundamental role. So tying this back to Prager, you. I'll say this, why not put online K-12 through 12 education, I don't even care if it's preschool through 12 education, so if any parent in America is, is is in a failing public school system, that if they choose, they will be able to go online for free and work with their children or their grandchildren or a neighborhood uh, kid that somebody needs some love and attention and go through the curriculum which will guarantee they know how to read write do math and actually learn history now that's the new that that is the new age that's the future shock that alvin poplar talked about so long ago and newt often discussed so what you're doing with Prager U, we can do for every child in this country and guarantee them a quality education. You want to keep politics out of it? Uh, do reading, writing, and math.
1: Exactly. Wow. Thank you for the endorsement. It's uh, deeply appreciated. Sean Hannity's book, Live Free or Die, is up at DennisPrager.com. We have a segment to go. The Dennis Prager Show. I'm tired of feeling pretty. All right. A kindred spirit here in Sean Hannity and his book. It's so It's so accurate, live free or die. Uh, you know, I just want to bounce a theory of mine off you, Sean. Uh, freedom is a value, not an instinct. People's instincts are to be taken care of. Liberty is a value. Not an instinct. So when you lose that value, it's it's over.
0: Wow, you, you know you're saying what Thomas Paine said. I, I mentioned earlier, "Whether well, guides and dictates of human conscience—that means God irresistibly obeyed." There'd be no need for any other lawgiver. But, but where I didn't, what I didn't say, I'll add now: government, in its best state, is but a necessary evil; in its worst state, an intolerable one. You That's see, I actually, I believe the American people, we are a fundamentally good people. We share, you know, our, our medical breakthroughs and discoveries. If this vaccine gets done, it's not going to just be for the United States. It's going to be for the whole world, Dennis, as we always do. Um, you think about how whatever, remember back in the last century, they, they were arguing whether they should close the patent office because everything that could be created was created. Remember that? Yep. And, you know, look at how – look at that was before we even had an airplane. Yep. You know, look at travel today. Look at – you know, we, I guess we had the uh, the, the Musk, um, uh, you know, partner, public-private public partnership uh, land. I didn't see it yet. And I'm just thinking we are the greatest country, and it's all because of freedom and liberty. That has, you know, everybody thinks, I think there's a psychological appeal to people that, and again, we believe in natural rights. Our rights come from God, not government, endowed by our Creator, and which is the opposite of statism. And if that's true, that that's where our rights come from, okay, then that means we have to find that within ourselves that God put there to bring forth from within, and then in a free society like the United States then you get to go out and share what you learn with the world and make the world a better place to make the country a more a, a more perfect union we're not perfect and yes we we are flawed every country is flawed
1: because every but human is flawed is... countries are made of humans
0: <laughs> every human being is sinned like, and
1: fallen Yes, short of the exactly treasure.
0: and by the way i probably have a much longer list than you in life
1: I doubt it, but uh, <laughs> I, I, no, I, <laughs> we'll get together and compare.
0: <laughs> Are we going to get together? Over, over a cigar. <laughs> for a big part of my life, which I guess made me a talk show, right? <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. But, we, but where does all this innovation come from? Where do all these breakthroughs come from? How do we you yeah. know, think about, imagine with life without a washer and a dryer and a microwave. And a stove and electricity, you know, all of these things, we're always advancing the human condition. You know, the beauty of our founders and framers, and I do, this was the hardest chapter for me to write, it just was hard, um, is the first chapter. In other words, what made America great? What are the principles, the guiding principles, the Judeo Christian principles? You know, while everybody, it might be a great appeal to say everything in your life is going to be free, free government health care, free education, guaranteed job, guaranteed wage, guaranteed salary, guaranteed retirement, guaranteed this. Here's the question I have. When has government gotten it right that you're going to buy into that total BS? Because they're not even providing law and order in most of these cities where you have the same people that want to advance this nationwide. I call Portland... Seattle, New York, and Chicago—a preview of coming attractions. That's that right.
1: That's right. How
0: did how did Obamacare work out? Millions lost their doctors. Millions lost their plans, and we all paying two hundred percent more. That's right. How did how's our educational system? We talk about it. it's a disaster. Why would we trust them with anything else? That would be the dumbest decision we could ever make as a country. That's why in ninety two days, Dennis Prager, it matters. All hands on deck, or else we lose the greatest country God gave man.
1: God, is that true? Well, your book is one of the antidotes, as is your show. Sean, I I just got to tell you, uh, I have a saying every one of my listeners knows. Good people are divided into three groups. The fighters, those who help the fighters, and those who do nothing. You, sir, are one of the fighters.
0: You know what? I'm I'm honored you would even suggest that. It's my honor. I've been blessed beyond anything I ever deserve in life. And I want every American child to have the education, have the security and safety of where they live, and to find what God put in their hearts for them in their lives so we can become a more perfect union and a better people, always striving to be better. We will tell you.
1: Th- thank, thank uh, you, my friend. Amen.
0: You're, from your lips. All right, my friend. God bless you. Thank you so much. I appreciate you having me on.
1: It's a, uh, it's a delight. Truly, it was a delight. The book is up at Prager dot com. Live free or die. All right, everybody. I just want to remind you that because August is my birthday. Yesterday was my birthday, and there were many beautiful messages on Facebook, and I. I want to thank Dinesh D'Souza for his beautiful... Did you see Dinesh D'Souza's message? Isn't that sweet, out of nowhere? A a videoed message? I want you to know that uh, it does touch me, because I fight a lot for this country and for our values, uh, and I'm attacked a lot, which is the way it goes. I I never lament, as you know. At any rate, uh, because it's my uh, birthday... The uh, We decided years ago to make August fundraising month for Prager U. You heard Sean Hannity, I give you my word. I mean, we didn't even speak. We haven't spoken in years, actually. I uh, have, uh, have a wonderful relationship with him, as you can tell. Uh, but uh, in every uh, segment, he just mentioned Prager U because that's really one of the biggest hopes of the last best hope. Everything is free and only because people donate. So do we have a number for people to... 833 PragerU. 833 PragerU. That's pretty easy. Or go to PragerU.com. We really are... We're doing good in a very, very tough time. John Hannity was right. I mean, we're, it is on the brink. That is what I feel. Not feel. I drop that. I hate that. That is what I know. I don't feel it. I know it. That you could wreck cities and nothing happened to you? That you could, you could burn down things? That baseball, football, and basketball have been politicized? One of the only things left in, in society? By the way, I'm getting mixed messages. You sent me a Breitbart article that viewership in Major League Baseball is down. Then I look at ESPN, and it says it's doing better than last year at this time. And so I don't, I don't know. I don't say anybody's lying. I just, I just don't know what to believe, though. So uh, I would like to talk to the guy at Breitbart and, and uh, tell him what I've read elsewhere. I am very curious to know if Americans become alienated from those three sports. Women's basketball, I don't even want to begin. When the national anthem came on, they ran off the court. The contempt for this country, if you don't have contempt for America, how could you watch the WNBA? Or for that matter right now, the NBA or, or, or Major League Baseball? And it kills me because I'm a big believer in the power of sports to unite people. But the left has ruined it like it has ruined everything else, education and, and medicine. Scientists are telling you that it's, that it's medically advisable to demonstrate f- against racism. We're living a world of a lie. It's like you remember the million women, how many women went on that march across the country? anyway, it was it was something like I don't know how many, but it was called the million women, hundreds of thousands for nothing. You're oppressed if you're a woman in America. Do you understand what what what, what a pathetic woman you must be if you think you're oppressed in this country? You're pathetic. You may be kind and sweet and loving and honest, but you're pathetic in that regard. To see yourself as a victim when, when you are not is pathetic. Did you see, hey, did you get it, Sean, that uh, the, the, the black guy who uh, went on, to, where did he do this? Does anybody know? It, it, it was on Twitter. Is a black guy who's videoed yelling, uh, yelling at the black demonstrators. I guess how lucky we are, we blacks are to live in America. How many of of this guy? It was in Austin, Texas. No, 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 no. There were two different ones. I didn't send you the blocking the. Oh, I, bl- I sent you the blocking the highway. Yeah. Okay. The, the it was another one. I'm I'm sending an SOS to my wife because she has the other one. All right. So at Austin, demonstrators, mostly white, uh, Black Lives Matter demonstrators, blocked a, a an interstate highway. So th- this is, by the way, does has, does the right ever block highways? The left, the arrogance of the left, you know, that with leftism not only comes meanness and so many other awful traits, but arrogance. I believe in my cause so I can stop you from traveling, you understand? I am greater than the rest of you. That is the belief on the left. Paul Krugman believes he is morally superior to every single Republican. By the way, do you know that he wrote a few weeks ago, this is no big deal, the economy is doing fine. Did you see that column? He called it annoying because he has his salary he has his income he called the, the lockdown annoying i will read that to the, to the audience this is uh, paul paul krugman <laughs> i have to i have to guard myself when i when i think of him yeah we do we'll do we'll do fine we need a lockdown it's the, it's the lowest drop of GDP in American history, in recorded history, let's put it that way. And now people uh, want to know how they're going to pay their rent. We need we need uh, another month of people not to have to pay their rent. Well, well what, is, what is the person who owns your apartment building supposed to do? He has to pay his bills. The only answer is we can't have a lockdown. Folks, you just can't do it. If there if there are are, are are fatal bees in a house, you still don't use a, a bazooka to kill them. Then the house is destroyed. All right, we'll be back in a moment. The Dennis Prager Show. Hi everybody. The Roman Catholic auxiliary bishop of the archdiocese of Los Angeles rebuked Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez on Friday for alleging that a Catholic saint's statue in the capital exhibits patriarchy and white supremacist culture. Bishop Robert Barron, in a two-tweet response to Ocasio-Cortez, tweeted just taking a couple of minutes out of my day here because I felt the need to respond to something I came across that was just so outrageous. It was a tweet or an Instagram or something from Representative Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, and she was complaining about the presence of a statue in Statuary Hall in the Capitol building that she thought was a sign of colonialism and white supremacy. The statue that she picked out of all the possible ones, was of Saint Damien of Molokai, and I thought it was so crazy and outrageous. And I wondered, did she have any idea who Saint Damien of Molokai was? Baron went on to explain how Saint Damien of Molokai, a Belgian priest, who was born Joseph or Joseph de Visterin in eighteen in eighteen forty, achieved international fame for his missionary work to an isolated leper colony in the kingdom of Hawaii during the 19th century. For more than a decade, he ministered to the outcasts until he eventually contracted and succumbed to the disease himself in 1889 when he was 49 years old. He has since become the patron saint of lepers and outcasts, and the day he died is still commemorated commemorated in Hawaii on April 15th. The Catholic Church under Pope Benedict the 16th canonized him in 2009. The man went to minister to lepers, died of leprosy, and he's a symbol of white supremacy. I'll tell you if you take these people seriously, then uh, he was he was better. <laughs> Not because he was white. But yes, he's a better man than, than most people. Probably better than Ms. Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. Would she minister to lepers and die of leprosy? Do you know how sick this whole is? This whole, this whole racism charge? It's sick. The Dennis Prager Show, live from the Relief Factor Pain-Free Studio. It's a trial pack. And they've discounted it to just nineteen dollars and ninety-five cents. That's about a dollar a day. And after that, about the cost of a cup of coffee a day to stay out of pain. That's the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five. And you should know this about seventy percent of the people who order the three-week quick start for just nineteen ninety-five go on to order more. So do what so many others have already done. Take Pete and Seth Talbot up on their offer, and go to relieffactor.com and order the three week quick start.